This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is OT3, and this episode is going to be about some vampires. This is at Think About It Vampires 201. Uh, you can check out the 101 on any Rooster Teeth platform on OT3. But this time we're talking anime. And um, before we introduce ourselves, I wanted to throw it to Steffi because we got a review to shout out. Hey, I'm Steffi, and I want to give a little shout out to Madeline, uh, who left a lovely review on Apple Podcast. And if you want a shout out, leave a review on Apple Podcast, on Audible, or let us know on Twitter or any social media site. We Our handle is OT3Podcast, wherever you find us. Um, and we'll give you a shout out. So thank you, Madeline. That was such a lovely review. It made my heart go, ooh. <laughs> yes, we love reviews. It really helps us. So any kind of review you guys want to send us on whatever you listen to, we love it. Yeah. All right. It's true. Wait, who, Anime who are you? Vampires. Oh, hmm? who am I? Hi, yeah. I'm Sarah. <laughs> and I'm just here to talk about fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's your favorite uh, vampire anime, Sarah? Uh, I The only one I've like actually committed to and watched a lot of is Vampire Nights. And I love Zero. I love Zero so very much. What is You're a Zero thing? fan? I'm a Zero fan. Heck yeah. Steffi? Oh, this one was a little hard, uh, but I think it was either Dracula from uh, Castlevania or Vampire Hunter D. Ooh. Yeah, those. it was really hard for me to choose between those Ooh. two broody boys. Oh, broody boys are the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaren, who is the, the guy behind the scenes... I'm asking you, what is your favorite vampire? So I was trying to think, like, what, um, I guess, like, anime vampire that I can think of. There was only one that came to mind, and her her, her name is uh, uh, Shinobu Oshino from the Bakamonogatari series. Oh. And she has, like, two forms. So she has, like, a powerful form and then her, like, weak form, which is what you see her in most of the show. But she also has like a super long, like egregious vampire name, which is like it's Kiss Shot Ace Rolla Orion Heart Underblade. <laughs> and then she oh, has shit. her normal name, which is Shinobu. <laughs> that just makes me think that's what that's what our children's handles on social media are gonna be. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god, that's so real. <laughs> All right, and then I am Ashley, and um, my favorite uh, anime vampire is Vampire Hunter D. And we're going to start it off. We're going to go through a few uh, kind of like awesome anime vampires. I'm sorry if your favorite isn't on the list, but like shout out a comment and maybe we'll do another episode where we can talk about some more. I have been researching this topic, you know, for a little while for get ready for this episode and There are so many vampire animes out there. There are so many. So we're going to talk about big ones, but there's a lot of niche stuff. And basically, as long as there has been anime, there has been vampire anime. I get Um, that. (laughs) One of the reasons why, I mean, we talked about it in the other episode, vampires are just sexy in general, dark, broody, uh, the gothic Uh, love and anime and manga in particular, you can really get the, um, the full visual effect of them. Uh, and you don't have to worry about special effects or finding Mm -hmm. someone hot enough, uh, to play that character. You can just draw them perfectly. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I I think there's just so, I think the, the, the genre or the, um, not the genre, 
the medium is so like ripe with anime uh, vampires. Okay. What do you guys know about Vampire Hunter D? Nothing. Uh, it was one of my first uh, animes outside of my kid kid type anime type stuff. Um, so it was really dark. I remember being really sad and uh, really weird. Really, really weird. I still think about it from time to time. Um, Those are the best types of shows. Yeah. The ones so that impact I think you it, for life. I think it was my first foray into weird anime. Um, so it, it's kind of always stuck with me. <laughs> no, definitely. I have some of the same memories of watching the OVA. Um, Vampire Hunter D is actually uh, a series of published manga that started in 1983. Yeah, um, so this is old school Sad. stuff. And um, what, one of the reasons why I bring this vampire up is because I think it has inspired a lot of anime vampires afterwards. It's kind of like the original type prototype. And so many people have uh, used it um, or like used similar themes from it or similar types of like uh, visual styles. Um, but I do remember the OVA. Uh, it was weird, Steffi. It was very dark. <laughs> Um, they didn't explain a lot. That's another thing is sometimes in these like Ovid type situations, they just don't explain. You're just like, what does Ovid mean? Um, so it's an, uh, hold on something video anime, uh, original video animation. That's what it is. Thank you, Jaren. So, um, back it is still popular now, but it used to be more popular. Basically what it was, was, um, studios couldn't get funding for a full series, mm -hmm. but maybe they could do like a three to four episode run of a oh, show. So it's really short. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. maybe 50 minutes at like three episodes and they're not considered episodes. They're considered like the OVA. So it's part one, two, three kind of like a long movie. <laughs> um, so, so I don't really see it as not popular because, like, I'm going to use it this in, like, in fashion terms where something just becomes so popular, it mm. becomes part of the basics. And that's mm -hmm. how I see it. And not basic in a bad word. It's just what everyone knows and used to. And that's how I see Vampire Under D where it's just, like, it's it laid the groundwork for a lot of future, like you said, like a lot of future works. So for me, it's, like, the standard this is where I get all my mythology for anime vampires is right here. So it's, yeah. Really? It's so interesting. Cause like vampire night was my first introduction to like, it was one of my first introductions to anime period, let alone nice. anime vampires. So it's, it's interesting. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, I love both those series. Um, and the, 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 the show, I think the movie stuff he's thinking about came out in about, uh, 2000. It was the animated film. Mm -hmm. There have Sounds been other right. types of media out there as well, though. I do believe there is an OVA and there's a video game. There is, okay. There's two films. There's a 1985 film and a 2000 film. Um, both are kind of similar and they're both very strange. So mm -hmm. let me introduce you to D. And Steph, you can interject whenever you want if anything sparks your memory. Um, this is like set in like a post-apocalyptic world. Um, the nobles rule everything and they're vampires. And they've basically been doing all kinds of like crazy steampunk experiments on like monsters and things like that. And so the world is like overrun with all of these like crazy evil like 
monsters, vampires, kind of half human things. Um, and uh, the the humans have been genetically uh, altered to fear vampires and kind of just be like cattle. And so Vampire Hunter D, um, he's kind of like this lone wanderer. He's super stoic, super quiet. He doesn't say much. He's super, super pretty. Mm -hmm. um, super pretty. In the manga, they actually go in to say that he um, he's so good looking that men and women alike just kind of stop because they're just like, <laughs> you're just so attractive. Um, <laughs> you're so pretty. I just can't even think. Exactly. Uh, there's one part that I'm waiting for you to get to just because I want to see Sarah's reaction. Okay. 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 <laughs> no, so I'm he may not talk intrigued. a lot. So right. D doesn't talk a lot, but you know that's that's that's, that's fine because someone okay. else talks a lot. So um, I'll go into what D is in a second, but yeah, Steffi really led me into this. There is another character called Left Hand. Okay. And Left Hand is literally a type of uh, creature that is in his left hand. And it has a face on it. What? <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. And uh, so D doesn't say anything, but left hand knows everything D is thinking. And he's just kind of like this wisecracking sidekick that is really creepy to look at. <laughs> and he's always talking mad shit mm -hmm. to D. But what? What? <laughs> <laughs> what does he sound like? Um, he sounds a little different. Um, sometimes he can sound a little like, but other times he's just kind of like this dude that's like, man, this is too close for comfort for me. Or like stupid shit like he's that. He's just like really? constantly being annoying towards D and like making fun of him and just, he's like the comic relief almost. Like, okay. He's technically, um, a sentient symbiote. Okay. I know what that word means. Okay. Uh, for reference, like if uh, really popular right now is Venom, who yep. has to live within Eddie Brock. So that's exactly what I went to. Here's here's my question. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you keep talking about this. This is like this is an adult horror esque anime, correct? Mm hmm. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm getting the vibes right with the with the hand monster. So oh, it's definitely dark. People die. Um, the the conditions of human life are really bad. Um, oh. it would be a ter like it would be a very a deep and sad, depressing anime all the way around. But Left Hand gives us mm -hmm. this tiny bit of just like humor in places where you're just like, that was really sad, Left Hand. Like I'm feeling really bad right now. Like why are you making jokes at this exact moment? Okay kind of like lightening the load and um like I, I have a quote it was just like uh, I want at some points he uh so left hand like can consume things like elements okay. like it can actually eat it's really weird um but it actually like restores things to deep so when he is like beaten up or like uh sometimes he'll he'll ask left hand to like do stuff for him and his mm -hmm. hand will just like move on its own <laughs> um but one time he goes it's like d are you awake and he goes, I need your help to swallow up this spell. And left hand goes, you're a slave driver. You know that? Oh, my <laughs> and God. Oh, my God. Um, but uh, overall, D is like a very cold and distant type of personality. 
uh, not an intentionally abrasive person. He is actually a good guy. He is a vampire hunter. So he's out there hunting the vampires. Um, and he's like, seems very emotionless, but is capable of expressing himself. Sometimes you can tell that he's been hurt in the past throughout the, you're like something bad happened to you. Um, and he only really cares, uh, if one of his clients or something he cares about in the moment is in danger. That's when you really see like him go all vampire on him. Um, but he's actually what's called a dampire, which is a half breed of a vampire and a human. Okay. And you actually find out that he was an experiment. Oh. Um, and they used a like sacred vampire DNA and humans to create a vampire without the typical weaknesses. So like sun mm. and having to drink blood. And so, so he's he, superior as well. Right. Okay. Um, but you find out that he hates the vampires and it's hinted at, at because of the way they treated his mother, who was the human. Um, and so he is kind of like, so a lot of the episodes or the movies are him kind of finding some little town somewhere where usually it's some like maiden is having a problem and she's like, someone help me. And he's like, okay. <laughs> like, and he'll go out and help like this one little small neck of the woods, uh, in this like post-apocalyptic world. Uh, sorry, not to get off, sort of off topic. It's always the mother who is human. Have you ever read a story where the father is the human vamp- uh, human in the vampire-human relationship? Um. Okay, I one, but not really. I, I might, I'll talk about it in a little bit, but like, okay. I haven't really heard too many. It's usually the human is the, mm. is the, um, is the, Excuse yeah, the, the mother is the human, sorry. You're right. I didn't think about that. That just occurred yeah. to me too. Somehow it feels sexist. I don't know how to describe it, but it does. I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just like, maybe it is like a sexism thing, but in a way like, oh, women really prefer the brooding, stronger archetype, whereas the men prefer the damsel in distress and men don't really go for the self-reliant type. I don't in fiction. I'm not saying like everybody just kind of generalize generalizing this whole thing. That's the only thing I can think of. That's what I'm thinking or too. It's that a lot of it's written by men, and there's not a lot of written by women that is popularized. And due to Possibly. that fact, the men are writing it as if they are the badass vampires. Throwing just going through my uh, my vampire like knowledge. It's not a lot, but I. Um, sometimes like vampires have to deal with the idea of like, can they procreate, uh, you know, physically, um, in this universe they can, uh, but in some universes they can't. And possibly the trope comes from the fact that human women can obviously procreate. And if he's an experiment, maybe it was because they thought it would be easier that way. I don't know. Um, sometimes vampires are considered dead, so they can't, they have to like bite people to procreate. I don't know. That might be... I was about to make a joke that I stopped myself from making. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now I want to hear it. Uh, (laughs) If anyone knows of any vampire stories uh, where the there are two parents, one human, one vampire, one the the human is the father. Can you please let me know on OT3's Mm -hmm. podcast on like I said, social media? If anybody knows, we're crowdsourcing here. I cannot talk today. (laughs) You and me both. Um, So. Last thing about D, uh, he changes into a full vampire when he drinks blood. He doesn't need blood, although he does eat his steaks very rare. Um, 
But then he can go full badass. That's one of the themes you're going to see with these vampires is they go full badass sometimes. And you're just like, I don't know why. People just love that. Animes love full badass, you know, true form vampires where they like change into their like vampire, like, you know, look. Yeah. (laughs) They love it. It's like a scene. It's like a classic anime trope where it's like my true vampire form. <laughs> I appreciate the extra emphasis. Yeah. Yeah. Really, true, really sells the story. It's true. They have, there, there's like these poses, you know what I mean? And it's like the gorgeous visualization of it is just like, ugh, it's good. Let us go on to another one. And this is uh, this is for you, Sarah. We talk in vampire night. Well, what? Um, so, Okay. Tell me about your experiences. Oh, so I had a friend in high school. uh, Her name was Kira. And she was like, you're at anime or anything like that. And I was like, no. She's like, you got to try this one. This is a good one. So like that was my first experience was reading the Vampire Night manga that was in the library. And then from there, I read like Nana and a couple others. I didn't read all of Nana. I read a decent portion. But um, and then from there, I think it was on Netflix at the time or I illegally watched it online because (laughs) it's anime and there wasn't Crunchyroll back then. So um, I remember I was really, really into it and I watched a lot of it. Um, I think I finished the the what's existing and zero is really hot and I love him to death and I just love a good (laughs) best friend falling in love with the best friend situation. Um. And also, like, Zero has a really interesting bit, if I remember correctly, because I have not touched this since high school, let me say. Um, Zero has a really interesting bit where he is a vampire, but he's not a vampire, and he's just trying to live a normal life, and he hates vampires. And it's and then there's the main girl, who uh, Vampire Nights turns into incest by the end of the series, oh like God. hard incest. Pops it out so quickly. Oh, uh, <laughs> like... That's like that's the thing is I started reading the manga when the because the series isn't produced all the way through. And uh, when I got to the part where the other hot vampire dude was her grandfather or something, I was like, nope, we're done. And it was like her grandfather being like, let's have children together. And you're like, I don't like this. This is bad. And then I stopped reading. But uh, (laughs) vampire nights. Great. Thank you for that lovely interest. (laughs) You're welcome. Incest. So there is, uh, there is some ancestral qualities to it. Uh, there, Steffi, do you have anything to say? I just, why does so much media have incest? I just, it's, it's not fun. Is it fun for people? Like if you read a lot of things with incest and I, and I don't condone it, but you read a lot of it. Can you explain what the interest is? I'm, I'm just curious. Like I am honestly hundred percent curious why you go for media that has incest. I am fascinated because i don't get it it's just i i I stumble upon it too often and i really get i'm getting mad at it i don't know if there's another (laughs) trope that leads to incest but like it's i go in i went in for zero look at the little like it's the guy with the white hair best friend super Mm -hmm. hot and he hates vampires wants to kill them all like love and this was like me peak vampire like read all of twilight read uh vladimir todd series like all like all these vampire things. So I was like, ah, yes, another vampire. And I just, I don't know what happened. I, I There's got to be another trope that leads us here. So I'll, I'll try to give you my thoughts on it, but I also agree that it did get a little weird. But 
the entire genre of vampires, it gets weird. It's just mm-hmm. things get weird quickly. And um, vampire creation, there gets this whole like Targaryen thing. Like, are they different types of creatures that can just live in a different type of moral structure. Remember, uh, vampires break moral structures that humans put into society. And Mm -hmm. with that, they break other rules that make us feel a little weird sometimes. Um, Not that this is a good or a bad thing. I think it's just something that happens in the vampire. Like, just in general, vampires break rules. Actually, that's a great way of explaining it. And and yeah, and if if a rule just gets to your part where you're like, I'm done, you can just leave because, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's the way that the media is. I think it's supposed to make us feel uncomfortable. Um, Sorry, I was just thinking about one of my favorite movies. Like, God damn it, that has incest in it, too. And it made me, oh, uh, it I, was a Crimson Peak by. Uh, oh, such a good. God, by Del Toro. I, I love that movie so much. It's a ghost. It's like a romance ghost thing. It's really, really, really good. Incest in it and it's just like yep. it's so frequent so to give a little context to people that don't know what we're talking about <laughs> with the incest i'm gonna go back so vampire night is uh it's basically uh placed in this academy um this cayenne academy and there's three main characters you have yuki uh who is the girl and she's pretty cute. She tends to be a bit of a, a character that just kind of things happen to. She's kind of like the main, uh, I, I would say the thing she does changes things, but a lot of things just affect her. She gets attacked a lot um, because she's special. She was adopted by the headmaster of this academy. And what this academy does is it protects vampires. So they have the day students and the night students. Oh, that's yeah, and it's great. It's like, and all the, the the day students are like, dude, the night students are so fucking hot. They're all vampires, <laughs> they're vampires. so they're all very hot. <laughs> and so they uh, they keep them apart. Um, and this, you know, you get the the academy schoolgirl vibe. You know, people love that trope in anime. Um, and uh, there's two, uh, you know, protag guys, Zero and Konami. Uh, Zero is tall. He has white hair. He has these like blue gray eyes. He has this tattoo on his neck and he's it's like a super rose. broody boy. It's like broody, broody, broody boy. Broody boy. Um, but like he get, he cares so much for the main character. Yes. So Zero and Yuki have been friends since they were kids because Zero got brought to the Academy when he was a kid after his parents got killed from a vampire attack. So he hates vampires. Unfortunately for Zero, this vampire also uh, affected him by sucking his blood. And now he's turning into a vampire. Like so he he's had, becoming what he hates. What's like the oh. best part is, is like that it starts with like him just getting like he knows that he was attacked and he just has like slight like thirst for blood that he handles and deals with, but he like doesn't want to mess with. And then slowly it devolves and you see him going through the struggles and the pain and losing it. I just like remember one scene in particular of him, like having a breakdown on a stairwell in the middle of the night. That's just like, and Yuki goes up to him and they hug and they have these beautiful, glorious moments. And then he's like a vampire boy and he's like, Right. Um, and, and, Hugh, and Yuki in this is a human girl, right? A human girl. But you're like, why is everything happening around her? She has to be special. She is special. We'll find out. Hold on. 
Um, Kaname. So Kaname is our other boy. Um, he is the president of the nightclub, uh, the night class. And he is tall. He has dark hair, red eyes, like kind of like, you know, not like super red, but they get red when he's all vampire-y. And he is also just unfortunately good looking, like just to the point where you're just like, people don't exist that look like this. Um, he is strong, confident. He makes little quips. He's witty. Uh, he, he loves Yuki, um, as well. You find out that, uh, he always, always doing nice things for her, blah, blah, blah. All the other vampire ladies are super jealous. There's all these little conflicts cause they're jealous of his fascination with this, like Yuki, you yeah. know, derpy little human girl. I also feel like, sorry, Ashley, I don't mean to interrupt, but like, I feel like also something key to this factor is Zero and Yuki, because they are like, grew up this at the school, they know about the vampires and they're part of a squad that goes around that night to make sure the vampires don't act up. So they they have like, most students don't interact (laughs) at all with the vampires, except these two. And it just also, first of all, they're always like, I'm so sleepy. And I was like, no shit, your dad's having you fucking do patrol till 1 a.m. And then you're going to bed and you have to go to school full time. And you have to go to class and you, no, no exceptions. Oh. You still got to get good grades. Although it's so funny because Zero is actually really confident. Um, you find out that his parents were vampire hunters. He is super like got all the moves and stuff. And then you see Yuki and she's running around this little bat and she's like a little flashlight. She's got no, no game. She's just like, ah. You guys should be here. <laughs> has a cool gun that's like on a chain and he like whips it out and like and it's just oof premium. And he's like premium. special vampire killing bullets. I love Zero. Sorry, continue. So for the longest part of this series, Yuki is just a normal human girl. And then you have Zero who's turning into a vampire. Konami, who is like an old badass vampire. And they're both like kind of it's like, you know, it, it's the classic who is she gonna pick? And she has intimate moments with both. Zero starts sucking her blood. Uh, Konami keeps taking her out on little dates. And then you find out that Yuki is very uh, important. She ends up being a full-blooded vampire as well. But she uh, was put under some kind of spell by her parents to make her human until a certain time period where she will start to awaken. And she is supposed to be very very powerful powerful yeah oh that's wild it just so happens kaname is her brother her older brother that's it brother not grandpa my mistake (laughs) makes it worse (laughs) (laughs) Uh, kaname is her brother um but in this world of vampires vampire families have two kids assuming that they will get together because it's normal in this vampire society to keep the bloodlines in this way. I don't know if that's right or wrong morally. I think it's pretty close to wrong, but this is the story that they give us. I have questions <laughs> about genealogy uh, mostly because that sounds like that will lead to some very bad genetic issues in the long run. You would assume so, but like the vampire, again, they don't play by the same human rules we do. That being said, I agree. I get like, you go, huh, so I don't know. Vampire if right. genetics. Vampire genetics. It sounds like the author just wanted to get with their sibling and needed an outlet. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. But so for Kaname, Yuki is his like mate. Like he's always known that he's protected her. And, you know, uh, vampire hunters killed their 
family, right? So Zero is a vampire hunter whose family was killed by vampires turning into a vampire. So anyways, you find out that Yuki is very, very powerful and lots of people want her. And so it, like things start attacking the school. Uh, Zero becomes the quote-unquote vampire knight because he is like out there defending her. Yada, yada, yada. Big showdown at the end. Who will she pick? I'm not giving spoilers. <laughs> I honestly don't know, and I want the spoiler. Because <laughs> I gave up. With the second they're like, this is your brother, I was like, nah, I'm out. I'm out. I was like... <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, and when she turns into a vampire, her hair gets really long. It's great. <laughs> so she has the short hair when she's a human, and then the long hair when she's a vampire. I told you. Weird vampire transformations. Animes. <laughs> um... I have a couple quotes uh, from Zero. Here's a Zero quote. But you thought it would be okay to become a vampire, right? I will never let you turn into something like that, even if it means I have to make Kaname Kuran my enemy, and even if it means I will have you will have to hate me. He says oh, this to Yuki. So emo. I, I love know. it. I know. Nah, Zero is the, is the OG. Love that man. Here is Kaname, on the other hand. I wonder why all of my feelings work against me. I really wonder why. Oh, I hate how much I love that. <laughs> you should you should give it a shot because at least the anime series, like if you go and watch it on Netflix, no incest. Not yet. Okay. I mean, you know it's there because now you we've had this conversation, but you, you do the get plot. just the joy of these cute teenagers like living their lives and adventuring. And you know, who are you gonna pick Zero or Konami? Zero. Gonna pick? Yeah. I had a friend I... who was so for Konami and they didn't read the manga series. I was like, you need to shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> Continue. Uh, you know, there's a popular one, you know, but at the same time, there are fans. There are Konami fans out there. Don't let them fool you. They're out there. <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for love triangles. I understand. I just, for me personally, I would like the story better if there was just no incest. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, if, you, if y'all read that, by all means, have fun. But I, that's, it, that's not for me. Um, yeah. I agree. So, it is it is one of the I weird parts of that. I did not expect that to go that way. <laughs> D's, D's got the weird hand. Vampire Knight's got the incest. I mean, you'll see as we go through, every single one of these got one of those things where you go, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts, Sarah? Last Vampire Knight thoughts? Zero for the win? Yeah, zero for the win. I just read the end and I am more confused. Uh <laughs> So I might have to go give the manga another try. Um, so so I, I got like a random memory of like before. So I used like my manga that I was obsessed was uh, obsessed with was Fruits Basket, and oh, Fruits uh, is good. I started reading it. In, I think around middle school or maybe my freshman in high school, and I was collecting these goddamn books up until like college. And they still were not done being translated. And I remember I had to look for <laughs> bootleg translations online. And sorry, just this reminded me of that for some reason. Mm-hmm. Bootleg translations. Day. Like, yeah. I literally just was reading. Um, I was reading a manga that somebody or was it a web count. I don't know what it was. Basically, I saw a TikTok saying, hey, read this. I read it and it was so incredible and well written. Um, and it it was a, a, a BL manga um which is boy love if people aren't aware uh but it was called like painter behind the curtain or and it was like this this heart-wrenching story of this man this like kid that was like 
taken as a child to go and become a painter and then he had to like then he was doing that his entire life and they were basically using him to source the family's income and pretending their son was like a famous painter it was so fucked up it was very and then knight in shining armor comes and saves him and everything but i the last two chapters were not on the website i had started it on and i had to go fucking hunt for them i was so (laughs) mad i was like what well, I, I just so, I read 74 chapters and you didn't put the last two on this website. Shout out to the early pioneers of the Internet getting God. those translations out for oh, yeah. like people like Sarah and I and Ashley. We know Waiting they were the perfect translations, week. but we got the message. We got them. Uh-huh. Thank we you. got the story. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Manga Fox absolutely gave mm-hmm. my computer a virus and is the reason that my first computer died. Uh, shout out to the old sh- weird websites. Yep. Oh my gosh, you're bringing me back. That's hilarious. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, next anime. And I'm going to ask you guys, when you hear the name Alucard, what do you think of? Castlevania. Castlevania? Never seen Castlevania, really. <laughs> All right, Steffi, we're going to talk about Castlevania next because there is another famous Alucard from a very famous anime called Helsing. Oh, yeah, that one. (laughs) Which is short for Van Helsing, obviously. Um, But Helsing, uh, basically, I think it started off in 1997 as a manga and it went for 11 years until 2008. Oh, dang, I didn't realize it was going on that long. It did go on a long time. I I think they published not like every month. I think it was a shorter series, but it just took a long time and they took a long time with it to really get it fleshed out. Um, There was also an anime in 2001 and there are OVAs out there as well. So there is a long history of it. Um, Yeah, I always remember seeing it on the bookshelf and everything. It just looked like an even even darker version of Trigun. So I just never touched it. So. No, yeah, definitely. Um, it, it does look like Trigun. So why she says tri- Trigun, if you've never seen the anime, it's like this, it's like this tall white guy in a red, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, trench coat. Trench coat and a long hat and he's got a gun, right? Okay. I will tell you this, Steffi, Helsing came before Trigun. Oh. So maybe, maybe one was looking at the other. Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but Trigun that- was my baby, so I'm just, you know. That being said, uh, this is like like one of the cornerstones of anime at the time. Like a lot of people don't watch anime, but they're like, but I watched Helsing and they people love Alucard. They love him. And he is kind of a psycho. I'll be real honest. (laughs) He's like that psycho love interest where you're just he's smiling always. He's got the creepy yellow eyes that are always staring and he's always doing like this Joker esque smile. Um. He gives and, off bad, bad vibes. Yeah, but people love him because he is a total badass. He mm. walks in, he smiles at people. One of his favorite things is to let everybody shoot him up into like little pieces. And then he comes back together and like kills him with his crazy vampire energy. And he smiles the whole time. Okay, that's showing off. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Um, he has a gun, which he uses, uh, and he loves to just like do this thing where he's like smiling and like shooting at people. And I don't know, people went bananas for him. I like him too, but it's kind of a difficult thing to explain when I really try to like think about like, why do I like him so much? 
You're conditioned. Um, <laughs> I think it's honestly because it's fun to have a like a, just a chaotic uh, character that is. Um, I will say he's attractive when he takes off the trench coat and the glasses. He wears these like little sunglasses a lot too, um, mm-hmm. and he looks like a very classic like handsome vampire. Um, and he's always just breaking the rules, messing with stuff. He doesn't care about, I mean, he works for an organization, uh, and he's kind of a good guy, I would say, but he like plays by his own rules. Kinda. (laughs) Anti-hero type thing. Anti-hero. Definitely an Mm anti-hero. Um, in this series, Alucard was once known as Count Dracula. And he was born like in 1400s. Uh, and became known as Vlad the Impaler. Like, he's kind of like the classic Dracula. Um, And he meets Van Helsing, who gives him the name Alucard. Um, And so that's what he goes by, like, in these later days. He actually, I think at the beginning of the manga anime, he's woken up by blood because somebody, like, accidentally clips themselves or cuts themselves over his grave. He's, Mm -hmm. I'm back. But he's he's kind of a badass. (laughs) Um... His kind of character is immortal, invincible, super cocky, arrogant, and egotistical. He taunts and belittles his opponents in battles. Um, he Again, he lets them do almost uh, fatal wounds before healing himself and obliterating them. Um, in the anime, his basically, he's kind of looking for finding an opponent, an opponent worthy of him. Um, and then in the manga, I think you find out that he's actually looking for a human opponent who can defeat him and kill him. That's kind of his goal is he's kind of looking to die. Um, and so he's always looking for somebody who's better than him, but he's so like just ultra badass that it's hard to find. And he ends up getting involved in these little skirmishes of like humans and other vampires and things. Mm -hmm. And and he's like, eh, maybe I'll help this side this time. But he's kind of like the Joker and he kind of just holds all the cards and he's just mm-hmm. kind of a chaotic force in in the anime. So true chaotic neutral. Yeah. Okay. Uh, out for their own thing, but like willing to go in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, betrays people, switches sides, plays around. I don't know. He's been alive for a long time. He's just trying to have a good time, I guess. <laughs> That's fair. Mood. Um, Me too. So here's a a quote from uh, Alucard. I won't do your dirty work. A coward, an incompetent, incapable of doing anything on your own. You are not worthy of the lowest pits of hell. Before he, like, destroys them. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So fuck you. Oh, the one thing is, he is affected by sunlight. That is his only thing. Um, Is it, like, burn and die or, like, just smoky? Um, it kind of comes to like a burn and die type of situation. I think it, there are moments where he's come close to the sun, but he he's cocky. Remember, he's arrogant. So occasionally he gets into trouble where someone like, you know, leaves him monologuing for too long or something like that. You know, like the classic. Yeah. <laughs> the classic tropes. So anyways, this is uh, Alucard or, you know, basically Count Dracula, um, who kind of looks a little bit like Trigun in a red, jo- uh, red trench coat and a gun. So. Or Carmen San Diego. Or Carmen Sandiego. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, with that, I want to pop over to our other Alucard, because there My are two. Boy. But I like uh, your dad better. Talk about a DILF. <laughs> Sorry. Who is from I know nothing the about Netflix, the show. The Netflix series Castlevania. 
um, which I think Castlevania is a video game before it became a Netflix series. Is I that think correct, so? Steffi? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's like an uh, old video game. So there's Jared's a lot. Got us. Thank you, Jared. <laughs> um, but Netflix came together and created this awesome anime, which is just so. Ugh, I think they really hit it out of the park with this one because it's broody, moody, dark. Yeah, Count Richard Dracula Armitage. Oh mm-hmm. my God! Sorry. Mm. Um, Steffi, why don't you uh, like give me a little bit about this Alucard and and why you like him? Okay, so I actually like his dad a little bit better because, uh, yeah, I I love Dracula in this. So (laughs) you need to understand, I... The, it's it's really funny how when you say like why do we like the villains is because we want somebody who will burn the world for us mm-hmm. and that is Dracula in Castlevania and you know like heroes will you know sacrifice you for the world yeah I don't want that I want them to burn the world for me and he loves uh, Dracula loves this woman who I'm, I'm sorry it's been a while since I watched this but uh, this beautiful blonde woman who's like a doctor and so smart and keeps Dracula on his toes and she's so intense intelligent and kind and awesome and he just falls head over heels for her and um and uh i don't want to spoil too much but something happens and he is about to just basically burn the world because of something happened uh, and then fast forward to a few years in the future uh we're introduced to their son alucard who is this just kind of bored, like moody, has this grudge against his dad, uh, like son. And it's just like so gorgeous. He's like too gorgeous. Like he has the best looks of both his mom and dad and just like this flowy blonde hair. And I'm like, oh, he's kind of like one of those vampires. that's too attractive for this world. Blonde, um, beautiful face, but like it's got like the chiseled, crazy, like vampire thing going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, He's same also thing. a half. A half yeah, I was going to say, same thing. Um, human mother, uh, Dracula, his dad. So. Um, and he, it's just, uh, it's actually the story of him, uh, the character Richard Armitage plays. Who I can say, I'm so sorry, I cannot remember their names. And this old, uh, this like mage who was trapped in like a dungeon type thing. But, uh, you know, just watch it. You'll, you'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, it's him him and I think at the well it depends on where you are in the series but him I think Trevor is one of the guys that he's the one that's going after Dracula and they and and then I think her name's Saya That uh, sounds right. And um they kind of create this little dream team of uh they're going to go take down Dracula who is basically wanting to burn the world for revenge for this wrong that happened to him. And so hard. Alucard's basically tired of his father constantly making messes. Like, like I think that was one of the main things. He's like, he's just tired of it. And he wants to go and finally kill his father. Um, so Broody, a total badass with a sword. Um, he can shapeshift into like a bat or a wolf. Mist. Um, and he's just really attractive. Yeah. <laughs> To the point of being like, oh my gosh. So usually when people are talking about like favorite vampires, uh, they're they're like Alucard. And you're like, but which Alucard? <laughs> oh, actually, a uh, funny thing about this. So his actual name is Adrian. That's what his mother and father, who's Dracula, uh, named him originally. Okay. But he decided to go by Alucard. And you remember Helsing in Van Helsing in Helsing uh, named Count Dracula Alucard. 
What does that mean? Well, actually, Alucard is Dracula in reverse. <laughs> Jesus, it's so uncreative. <laughs> like, now I'm mad. But you didn't know that, Sarah? No, I was just like, Alucard. Ooh, it's a, that's name, a fancy right? old it's name. It's a good name. It no, is it's a just, good name. For anyone who didn't know, I thought that little tidbit. I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> is this a surprise tidbit you were yeah. teasing us? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know, or maybe I did know, but I like totally forgot. But I was like, "Oh yeah, there's that tidbit." <laughs> Two famous so Alucards. I was all ready for something like wild and crazy. Uh, this just reminds me because uh, I was watching uh, was it Monster Squad, which is an old old movie where like all like Dracula, the Mummy, Swamp Thing, Frankenstein all come back, and like these Goonie S type kids have to like fight them and um it's the kid looking at the board that says alucard and he's trying to figure out who is alucard because his dad's like a cop trying to figure out what's going on oh my god and he's writing all these different things like luca but <gasps> dracula and sorry i think that's just that's how i picture ashley just Wait, like what show what? is this that you're it's, a, it's an old 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 movie Probably before your time, Sarah, called uh, Monster Squad. It was, like, one of my mom's favorite movies. It was, like, it's very Goonie-esque, but with, like, monsters and stuff. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, I was I was putting all my notes down, and I think I knew it at some point, Stephanie, but I just you just forget. You're just, like, you just start thinking of Alucard as the name, and then I was, like, wait, there was a reason why, <laughs> why they picked that dumb oh, name. I love that. <laughs> I love that um, so very much. Okay, last one, uh, and this one was a love of mine that I'm throwing in here because uh, I can. Uh, have you guys <laughs> ever heard of Vampire Princess Miu? No. I feel like I've heard you bring it up, but that's about it. So Vampire Princess Miu is like an Ashley OG uh, <laughs> Like I, I watched that. Like I would uh, rent it from Blockbuster or try to find it in a in a. You know, what was the store Suncoast? Uh, <laughs> and then I would take, I would try to find the manga in like a Barnes and Nobles and try to read it. It was uh, when you awesome. sit on the floor in Barnes and Noble and Borders and just slowly read through an entire series and nobody yeah. stops you. God, those were the days. Yes. So um, the original run for the manga uh, was from 1988 to 2002. So old school. Mm. Um, and they also had a four episode OVA as well as an animation, uh, adaption. Um, and they are all kind of similar and it's really pretty. Yeah. I was like, damn. Um, Vampire Princess Mew, uh, she's a young girl with long brown hair and she's wearing a type of very short kimono with a red obi tied around, Mm-hmm. Um, she also has her hair in this classic vampire princess Mew. Like it's like a little bun and then like a tail to the side with this really pretty ribbon going all the way through it. And she either, that's her like vampire form and she will, uh, she has a little flute that she plays a lot. So in Love the that. anime, she'll just be playing the flute and you hear it. You hear, it's like, Oh, the audio cue. She's about to do some badass shit. <laughs> um, and then she has that. And then her schoolgirl uniform. Always so she, is in the body of a 15 year old, but she's actually much older than that. She is a, uh, a, the daughter of a Shinma, which is kind of like a, a God demon and a human and has become a vampire in this one though, Steffi, the Shinma was the mother. Oh, so okay. Her mother 
and her human father created her and the darkness is always pulling at her and it creates it turns her into a vampire and her goal it's always this is another one of those animes that it's kind of left up to you to interpret what happens Uh her parents are killed by a shinma who is after to kill her because she's supposed to be this person that like takes all the shinma to the dark all the like the evil things to the dark and so every episode she's out there like taking one like the shinma like invade like human minds and turn them into like these weird gruesome creatures and she goes out there and tries to find them and then she puts them to sleep uh drinking their blood and killing them okay. uh, effectively killing the shimba as well who she usually has to fight after before or after i think it's usually after she will drink the blood of the person but before she'll kill the shinma inside them that has been like taking host in their bodies um cool. who is you know if you ever see the art of vampire princess me you'll see this lovely gentleman on it as well so who is he um what he looks like is he's very tall white hair uh super handsome um his name is um i I always thought this was weird larva Uh, okay yeah and uh he is a shinma from the western world and he oh uh, comes to prevent her from her blood waking up, and he wants to kill her because he knows that she's going to be the destruction of his kind. And okay. it actually triggers her drinking blood for the first time, and she traps him to her will. So he goes there to kill her. She ends up drinking his blood, and then he becomes so she has a servant. What is there's a word for it? Like there's a word for vampire servant. Familiar uh, fleetling, I think. Familiar? Fledgling? No. Fledgling, maybe? Fledgling is like a young vampire. I think it's just like a... Hmm. What is it called? There's got to be a word for it. There is. Maybe there's not. Because like in... um, It happens a lot. In a lot of... A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of vampire lore. There's not lore per se, but books. There's always a servant. Yeah. No, I know you're right. There's There's something to that. Um... But basically, he he has a mask in a lot of it because when she originally, so he's like, he, he almost think of him as like a lord of Shinma and he's like got all this stuff going for him. And then in a moment where he puts his guard down, she accidentally, she drinks his blood. She doesn't really know what she's doing because she's a human at the time, but it basically her drinking his blood turns her into a vampire and kind of crystallizes her at the age of 15. Oh. Um, and okay. then he wears the mask because he can't take it off. Um, and so you never see his pretty face. Although later on, of course, the mask breaks and you're like, oh my God, he's been so attractive this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Not just this creepy shadow with the long fingers that like helps her. And in the end, he hates her at first. He hates that she's enslaved him. But I think in the end, he feels so, he starts to pity her because she's very lonely. She doesn't have any parents. She doesn't have any friends. Any friend she makes usually kills. Um, she's been alive a long time. And the anime is actually very sad because you find out that she's just having to go and like uh, find these people whose lives are torn apart by these demons and kill the demon and then kill them. And she gets to know them. And it's just, you know, the sad little fruit plays in, in the background. Yeah. Aww. So there is a little bit of a love story between them. It doesn't truly get fleshed out. But you can tell they kind of care. I mean, they care about each other. Um, And but it's not like. Like, don't worry, Steffi. It's the perfect Steffi, like, slow burn. You don't, you hardly know. You're like, are they, like, friends? 
And, you know, you have the passing pinkies. Like, every once in a while, he'll give her a hug. Oh, the passing pinkies. Passing pinkies. Oh, my God. Passing pinkies kills me every time. Oh, my God. Every time. Oh, Um, I'm just like, sorry, I'm getting, like, all swoony just thinking about it. You and me both. Um... But with that, I know we have to wrap up, but those are <laughs> some of the top anime like vampires that I just really loved. I know there was a lot of guys in there. I kind of realized it at the end, but they're, you know, it's just classic old stuff. But I did want to say Saya from Blood the Last Vampire is also a bad kick-ass female oh vampire God. hunter. Um, a couple of notes that I had while I was doing this research and like, what was it about? Like, what, what, what are the themes of like vampire animes? There's a lot of like vampire hunters actually mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. killing vampires whereas in the books like 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 about twilight and um uh like the vampire chronicles it's about the vampires themselves yeah. alucard is kind of like the only one that is like kind of like let's be with the vampire um vampire hunter d there i mean he's killing vampires castlevania kill, trying to kill dracula uh vampire princess Mew trying to kill some shinmas um and vampire knight uh, I guess it is about the vampires, but there's a lot of confliction between the hunters and the vampires. And I yeah. think it's because it makes good action scenes. I think that's why. In an anime, you need you need really good action scenes to make it work. And so it's like, who's going to go after vampires? Vampire hunters. Classic theme. Um, pretty boys and girls everywhere. Everyone's super, super pretty. So hot. Always. Um, and then there's always a transformation scene. Like a transform into the vampire. And it's always <laughs> kind of magical girl style, but in a very gothic way. Uh, God. Gothic <laughs> magical girl style. <laughs> gothic okay. magical boy vampire. It's like, let's go. You're, you're right. I just you're- wasn't expecting it. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it. I hope you guys enjoyed Vampires. Did you guys have any last thoughts or things that you have thought of since we started this episode that you wanted to mention? I want to read more vampire stuff. I like. I'm, I'm probably gonna read that Mio one. That sounds uh, like my jam. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. That one does sound really good. That last one, right up my alley. <laughs> that sad. sounds like there's something there's good it's fan good. fiction for. But like, I oh, want yeah. the fan fiction, but it's not written on any site that exists anymore. I feel like that's more likely, which makes me sad. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess uh, with that, if you have any recommendations of vampire stuff we should cover or should just, you know, read or look up, let us know. Uh, please leave a review. Uh, you can follow us on any social media site as OT3 Podcast, uh, Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, you know, all the big T's, <laughs> Facebook and Instagram are everywhere. And uh, with that, thank you so much. Uh, we will see y'all next week. Yes. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. I miss you already, my friends. Happy birthday, Bye. Sarah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>